Now, more of Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports on Mile High Sports. Oh, yeah. It is Afternoon Drive, Pure and Work, right here on My Life Sports Radio. Hope everyone is uh, doing A-OK out there on this uh, Wednesday, August the 17th, coming up on 4.30 in the afternoon. And uh, let's talk a little Denver Nuggets basketball. And uh, to do that, let's bring in our guy, Ryan Blackburn. Follow him on Twitter, at NBA Blackburn. Covers the Denver Nuggets for us here at MyLifeSports.com. Also, just so happens to be our first guest on the new Afternoon Drive program. So, Ryan, thank you so much for making a few minutes uh, to join us and talk a little bit about this basketball team and their schedule in particular. How are we doing on this Wednesday, my friend? I'm good, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Congrats on the new show. I'm looking forward to making several appearances over the course of the life of this show. Uh, you guys do great work. Yeah, man. Well, thank you for taking the time, and you do absolutely phenomenal work for us as well, so check him out online, mylifesports.com. You'll be covering the team for us all season long. And uh, now we know the order in which the games will be played, Mr. Blackburn, and uh, nothing surprising. I mean, there's a couple surprises with this schedule. The NBA is a whole kind of going with this rivalry week type of thing. Also, uh, not playing on uh, the election day. A couple of different you know caveats here in the schedule. Uh, but talk to me about your initial impression here of the 82 games Denver will play in the regular season yeah i thought it was pretty interesting a lot of people i think criticize the the hype around the schedule and it's the same with every league right like you're you know the teams you're already going to play it's just about the order but i think the order in the nba specifically matters a lot because you get into these stretches where teams are in a good space teams are in in a bad space for the nuggets they do start 13 of their first 19 games on the road But I actually like that. I think the Nuggets are actually really well positioned by this schedule. They don't have a lot of back-to-backs at the beginning. They're in a really good spot where they can rattle off some wins. Uh, The season opener at Utah is a little bit tough. Like It's it's tough that Nuggets fans don't get to be in the building for when Jamal Murray and Michael Porter return to the court. But that game should be happening on Saturday night, Oklahoma City. October 22nd should be a lot of fun, should be a win for Denver. Nuggets fans going to get hyped. Well, you know, kind of open up the season. I was going to ask you this question, too, because it seems like for the first couple of games, you know, you're not going to get that MVP ceremony for Nikola Jokic, back-to-back MVPs, and just feels like he's still disrespected a little bit here. But the question I wanted to ask you with Jamal Murray, MPJ, coming off of injuries, expected to be ready to go for the start of the season. They do have that matchup against the Golden State Warriors in their second game on the road at Golden State. And I know a lot a lot of Nuggets fans on my timeline were saying, make sure Jamal and MPJ do not play in that game. Would you rather them play in that game and play the back-to-back against Oklahoma City the next night in the home opener, or would you rest them against uh, the Warriors and then get them going against the Thunder? It's tough because the reason why the NBA is putting the Nuggets on national TV is so they can see their stars and so they can see Jokic, but also Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. in their returns. I think NBA fans are all intrigued by what the Nuggets are going to look like. Unfortunately, I don't think the Nuggets are going to be playing back-to-backs, uh, or at least they're not going to play Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. on back-to-backs. So this is going to be a tough question for Michael Malone. Do you play them on the national TV game or do you play them in the home opener? It's a tough question. I think the league will probably pressure him to be on Golden in Golden State on ESPN, but the fans will be pressuring him to play them on Saturday night. So should be very interesting to see which way he goes, but I think he does have a choice to make. 
We are chatting with Ryan Blackburn, our Denver Nuggets analyst for us here at My Life Sports. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at NBA Blackburn. So, 18 months. It's been about 18 months since Jamal Murray has stepped on a court for a professional basketball game. Obviously, quite a bit of time. There was some speculation that maybe he would come back last season. Obviously, that was not the case, Ryan. What is, you know, you've been around the team here for a little bit. I know you've had the opportunity to chat with Calvin Booth as a member of the media. And I know if I'm remembering correctly, I read somewhere that, you know, they're going to try to ease Jamal Murray, you know, kind of back into the swing of things here. But talk to me a little bit about the dynamic with Jamal Murray returning from the injury and his relationship with Michael Malone, with Calvin Booth, and how we might see this play out over the first month or two, trying to get him ramped back up to where he was pre-injury. Because 18 months is a uh, a big chunk of time, my friend. It is a big chunk of time, and it's, it's abnormal for a player to miss that large amount of time because the way that the timing of this injury happened, uh, he would have played I think last season had he last been injured in January of the previous year. Mm. That way he misses, let's say, 13 months and then is back by February or whatnot. So it's tough. But he, he was on track to come back. It, it just didn't manifest. But what I do know is that the Nuggets, they trust Jamal, and Jamal trusts the organization. He knows that they're going to do right by him. They will come together when everybody gets back into town, and they'll lay out a plan based off of his medical information, based off of what they believe he should be playing. Denver has goals. They have. They want to win a title. They know that it's so important for Jamal Murray to be firing on all cylinders when April, May, and June come around, as opposed to playing him hard in November, December, and January. That will be used as time to kind of ramp it up. But I do think that Jamal Murray, he trusts Michael Malone. Michael Malone trusts Jamal Murray. They want each other on the court on the court more than anything in the world, and they're going to make sure that they happen. Well, the Nuggets will play 16 nationally televised games this upcoming season between ABC, ESPN, and TNT. I know that one of those matchups highlighted is Nikola Jokic against Joel Embiid, which will happen on January 28th on ABC. The last time we saw these two face off, one player stepped up huge in the fourth quarter, and that is Bones Highland. You know, for you, for him coming into his second season, Ryan. What are some of the expectations that the organization has on him now? Because it seems like he's going to be elevated for a little bit of a bigger role this year. Absolutely. The, the sky is the limit for Bones Highland. He proved that last year with the way that he showed up, with the way that he stepped up to the podium and showed that he has the dynamic skills that the Nuggets need at the guard position, replacing some of what Jamal Murray was, had vacated at the time. But now after the trade of Monte Morris, the backup point guard position is fully open. And Jamal Murray isn't going to play all 82 games of the season. So Bones Highland is going to get an opportunity to be a major contributor, whether he's going to play big minutes at the beginning of the season, whether he plays big minutes at the end of the season after he proves himself. He's going to have a lot of opportunities. The Nuggets are giving him plenty of runway, and they believe in him. They know that he has the talent. They know that he has the skills, the dynamic ability to be able to impact the team in the most important moments. And that is going to really show through. I think the Nuggets are really trusting him. You don't trade a guy like Monte Morris unless you trust Bones Island. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. We're chatting with Ryan Blackburn. You can follow him on Twitter at NBA Blackburn. So uh, let's let's uh, you know get Nug Life back in the picture here. The NBA Communications Department tweets out three features of the new schedule: no games played on Election Day, debut of NBA Rivals Week, 
and historic low for average miles traveled per team. Well, it just so happens Denver will travel more miles than any team in the Western Conference this season at 50,000 miles traveled total. And uh, the average for teams in the Western Conference is 45,000 miles. I just think it's ironic that the NBA is kind of highlighting historic low for average miles traveled per team, and it just so happens that the Denver Nuggets are at the top of the list for teams in the Western Conference. That's tough. I think that Denver, they have a pretty easy schedule this year in terms of actual opponents. The division is relatively weak in comparison to recent years. The Utah Jazz have fallen off. They're they're definitely going to fall off a little bit. Uh, Minnesota is good, but they're not elite. And Portland and OKC, they're still trying to figure their things out too. So I do think that Denver, they're still in a position where they can rack up some wins against some easier opponents than the most. I actually think, uh, based off of some uh, analytics that are, that showed up on the schedule earlier today, that the Nuggets have a relatively easy schedule, even if you factor in the amount of travel. So I think that it's, it's not that big of a deal, but it, it is something to think about for sure. I do think one of the notes, too, is that they won't have to face many back-to-back situations this season, which, you know, with the Nuggets historically, I even remember the time they played up back-to-back-to-back at one point, I mean, fatigue definitely creeps in. But, you know, with this Nuggets team that has undergone, you know, significant roster changes, you know, you mentioned the loss of Monte Morris. You know, you're going to get Jamal back. You're going to get MPJ back. But you have some new faces coming into the mix as well through free agency, some guys that they've signed, uh, especially DeAndre Jordan being one. I think it was a head-scratcher in the eyes of a lot of Nuggets fans. How do you think this roster will mesh together at the start of the season, even if they have... Jamal, uh, you know, busy, and uh, even Jokic really being the glue guys alongside MPJ. There are some factors, I think, that are going to take some time. Uh, one of those is going to be the dynamic between Bones Highland and Bruce Brown off the bench. That is assumably going to be the backcourt duo. And Bruce Brown has never played in a Nuggets uniform, obviously, and he's a very unique player, one that's going to need a little bit of time to get adjusted. Denver's backup frontcourt between Jeff Green, Zeke Naji, they brought in rookies Christian Brown and Peyton Watson. They have DeAndre Jordan, as you mentioned. Denver still has some guys, then they, they've still got some some opportunity to figure out. They don't know who those guys are going to be yet, though. They still have some rotation decisions to figure out. So it's going to be a, a little bit of a trial process for Michael Malone, even as he's trying to work back in Jamal Murray and Michael Porter. So the Nuggets are fortunate that October, November, and December is a relatively easy part of the schedule. January, February, March, April, that's relatively harder. Actually, I'd say much harder. So Denver, they're going to be able to work through those bumps while potentially still getting some wins, but they do have to capitalize. If you see the Nuggets struggling in October, November, and December, that is a really bad sign. One more for you before we cut you loose. Let's have some fun. Big Honey back on the court uh, this afternoon going up against Luka Doncic. Uh, getting ready for the Euro Basket, FIBA Euro Basket, getting ready. And uh, talk, well, I honestly don't even know much about the Euro Basket. Is this essentially just like uh, the world, like the Euro Cup in soccer, the basketball version? And what are your expectations here uh, for Nikola Jokic as he participates in Euro Basket? Yeah, a little bit different. There, there's some FIFA uh, stuff with, with soccer, football, if you're international that that kind of mirrors what is going on here FIBA they put on these different uh these different tournaments this one is Eurobasket there's a an, an Americas tournament there's a uh FIBA Asia tournament that's okay. going on there's a lot of these other tournaments that are going on based off of the continents and based off of the regions around the world 
Uh, but for this one, you've got teams like Slovenia and Serbia with Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic, respectively, that are going to be competing against other nations for the right to be the trophy winners at the end of all of this. And it's a big deal. Uh, I think Joel Embiid is going to be competing for, with France, uh, along with Rudy Gobert. You've got Giannis in Greece. You have Jokic and you have Doncic on Serbia and Slovenia, respectively. There's a lot of talent in this particular group. And this is going to be a very competitive tournament uh, from basically September 1st to September 15th. But even before that, there are some FIBA qualifiers for the World Cup, one between Jokic and, Greece, uh, Jokic and Serbia against Greece with Giannis Antetokounmpo. That is a big, big one that is going to be very, very important for Team Serbia as they kind of go into this, but should be a lot of fun. Heck, man, if I lived in Europe, you know where I'd be. That's got to, Those are some incredible games to catch seeing those players up close and personal. My goodness. But uh, NBA Blackburn, follow him over there on Twitter. He is Ryan Blackburn. My man, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. And everyone, check out his work online, mylifesports.com. We'll do it again soon, my man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Anil. Good to see you. There he goes. I tell you what, looking at the, the first part of this Nuggets schedule, they start off with a lot of Western Conference games, yes, right? You know how do. important taking care of business inside your conference is? And look, open up on the road at Utah, at Golden State. Utah's kind of a question mark right now because will Donovan Mitchell be a member of the Jazz when I don't they think play? he will be. I don't think he will be. We didn't get to touch on that yesterday, but apparently, heating yeah, up. him and the, the Utah, the, the, the Knicks, have to make that trade. That is one franchise that I, as a Met fan, like my whole family is from New York, New Jersey. I never got into the Knicks because I was so just suffering enough with the other teams that I like, and the Knicks truly have no future. My, it makes me sad, uh, unless James <laughs> Dolan sells the team, which is a possibility. But you have to trade for Donovan Mitchell. Like you have to trade for him. He's a Met fan. I believe his dad, or I think his dad works for the Mets, if I remember correctly. He's listening. He's got a uh, New York Post shirt on every day. I'm seeing. He is. He's tweeting about Degrom when he's flying on planes. If you are the Knicks, you have to trade for Donovan Mitchell. I don't care how many draft picks it takes. I don't care if you have to trade R.J. Barrett. You got to make the move if you're the Knicks. All right, you said it here, Anilo. You got to say you heard it here, my life sports. But um, all right, let's hit a break. When we come back, let's react to uh, what Mr. Blackburn had to say. We'll uh, go over the Denver Nuggets schedule. Go over some key games. I want to get your opinion on Joel Embiid versus Nikola Jokic. I haven't talked to you about that one yet either, but uh, let's hit a break. Do just that on the other side. It is Afternoon Drive. Anilo Piro, could he work? Back in a few. You will see him on TV any given Sunday when the Super Bowl and drive off in a Hyundai. She was supposed to buy your shorty Tyco with your money. She went to the doctor to get like.